finding hidden treasures, traveling to Tampa Bay's diverse communities and neighborhoods, discovering the sights, sounds, and taste of the region, experiencing history and culture. I'm your host, Serena Fazan, and we are Unlocking Tampa Bay. Hi guys, I'm Serena Fazan and I'm so excited. We are unlocking Tampa Bay. I'm here with one of my most favorite people of all time, CEO Santiago <laughs> Carrada. Santiago. Favorite of all time. One of my favorites oh of all time. Gosh, well, maybe wow. the favorite of all time. I don't know. Well, for, for sure, for these <laughs> podcasts. He's, this is our It has to be our podcast, right? So I have to be the favorite of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, this is our second podcast. Yeah. The first one. What a great one, taking a look at the Super Bowl. What are your thoughts? You know, uh, it's so great that you're helping us to unlock Tampa Bay. We have so many treasures to share with the world, and so this is our way of really highlighting those things that make us so uniquely special. So obviously, you know, you start with the big game during the pandemic with the hometown team and all it takes to do something like that the right way, and now really going out there and sharing our treasures with the world and so very very exciting thank you so much for doing it no one better who loves this community most and was so engaged with you know the people here than serena fazan so we're super excited that you're helping us to unlock all those treasures for our viewers and our listeners i can't even tell you how honored and flattered i am to do that so for our second episode of unlocking tampa bay we're taking a look at ybor city mm -hmm. i know you are so passionate about ybor and the tourism that it could bring talk to us about that santiago well you know obviously there are so many significant neighborhoods and districts in tampa hillsborough county you know from plant city to east tampa to west tampa down to south tampa hyde park and Ybor City having been really the cradle of the development of Tampa in Hillsborough County. When you think of that immigrant story, when you think about the people who came here for a better life and really enjoyed a very different quality of life here just because Tampa was such a welcoming place. Uh, everyone fit in and worked together to make it a better place. So, you know, you've got this uh, just incredible history there and these great physical assets. You know, you've gone to see some of them and, uh, you know, phenomenal staples and, and historical aspects. But then the new mm -hmm. and what's coming in to revitalize Ybor City. And, you know, it's evolving just like our city is, but still true to its roots. And that's very, very special. Well, you know, I love the places that you and your team chose. I mean, I know it's so difficult, right, to choose four, only four spots or four people or businesses. So in this one, Richard Gonsmart, when you were talking about the old bringing in the new. Right. We also have Max Herman with the tours. Yeah. And we have Pablo Molinari with Hotel Haya. Yeah. And then a brand new place, Serial Holic. Wow. It so, was you know, you, you talk about the, the scope of that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from the Columbia Restaurant Group, obviously, the Columbia well known, over 100 years in operation, the largest Spanish restaurant in the country. Now, with a new concept, that great, I mean, phenomenal. I was just there, and it is just the food there is just amazing. The setting, the environment fabulous Casa Santo Stefano you know our walking tours that really get you connected to the people in the places there you know this fabulous new very boutique <laughs> beautiful throwback kind of Cuba inspired Hotel Haya and then of course you know a great new concept cereal holics who doesn't love cereal right like 24 7 you know cereal anything so just a, a very very eclectic 
uh, very unique environment for people to visit. So super excited uh, that we're going to share that with uh, our viewers and listeners. I know. And speaking of that, so let's get started, guys. Let's start unlocking Tampa Bay. Hi, everyone. It's Serena Fazan, and thank you so much for joining us. We're unlocking Tampa Bay, and I am here with one of my absolute favorites, Richard Gonsmart. What a familiar name. We're in Ybor City. All right, so Richard, you've been here for so long. We were talking about how many restaurants you have, and you said, I don't know, I think maybe around 14 or so. You know, it's not important to people in the restaurants that are important to me, knowing that they take care of us. I know you're so kind and so generous, but I have to say, what a treat to be in this beautiful restaurant it's new so it's like the new meets the old in Ybor Casa Santo Stefano that's it that's it oh my gosh this has been 20 years in the making we're in my favorite building in all of Ybor City it was destined to be torn down when I found out that I said we have to save this it was built in 1925 by the Ferlita family who made pasta because they had such a big impact on Ybor City, people don't think about it. They think about the Cubans and the Spanish. And I love interjecting that with the Cuban sandwich, the salami, is thanks to the Sicilians. So Richard, tell me, I mean, it's so wonderful that you continue to build Ybor. What does that say about the city and how the city of Tampa is growing? You know, Ybor City is what I think gave Tampa the impact to grow the cigar factories, which we had over 200 cigar factories here in Tampa. And so the cigar factories you see in Ybor City had a tower where they could watch the ships coming in to unload tobacco. That's where our shipping industry all started. <laughs> Why do you think it's important to, to melt the two, you know, the old and the new, and then to market all of that to this amazing community and around the country? I mean, people are, people love Tampa. You know, a lot of cities wish they had this history we have. And it's, it's my job to help recreate and tell the story of the history. When you come to Tampa and Ybor City, which was a separate city, which is only two miles away from our convention center, the Emily Arena, the waterfronts, the river, it's where Tampa started. Don't you want to learn about the history of those people? The Sicilians had these wonderful markets. We will have a market here. The bakeries from the uh, Sicilians and the Spanish. Well, we have that going on. So when you come here, you're gonna look at the history. My great uncle who roasted coffee from 1926 till his passing, it's all history. It's real. When you come to Ybor City, you come to the Columbia restaurant, we're still making our Cuban sandwich the way we did 1905. We found a recipe from 1941. As people start talking about, doesn't have salami, should have more pork. I said, we go by the Bible and that's my great grandfather and grandfather's recipe. It's a real deal. I'm just a caretaker and I've got this torch that my daughter will be proudly carrying it on. Well, that's what makes Tampa and Ybor City so special. But tell us about this amazing restaurant, Richard. This was a 1925 Felita Macaroni building. In 1929, the family in the Great Depression lost their home and they built a mezzanine where they lived. And so I recreated that mezzanine right behind me where you see. I don't know where exactly where it was, but what we have there instead we have the wine store. And instead of a fancy wine display, which I was looking at, I said, these people struggled. And so we did mahogany shells, like where they would have put their clothes and belongings. And it's to tell the story, we have a lazy, a, a, a lazy Susan type um, lift to take the, the, the wines upstairs. You come inside here, you see the, the volcanic rock from Cap de Gironi, Sicily. 
the photos on the wall I took with my phone. The photos of families that came here in the 1890s, you know, I can tell you most of the families, it, the families of the Sicilian descendants came and, and asked us to please bring the photos to hang here. It's so they beautiful. walk around and they start mentioning, that's my nana, that's my, my aunt, that's my cousin, and that's my mother when she was four years old. And the person that said that was in her 80s. Wow. So when they come here and they're proud, and my, my wife who's of Sicilian descent, her grandfather, she says, you know, you're going to be in trouble because you're not Sicilian. <laughs> and everybody's going to say their nana made it better. I said, as long as I'm second to their nana, mm -hmm. I'll take it. But I've had many say it's as good or better than what their nana made. I feel like we're all a little bit of Italian by osmosis. You can't help it. I mean, I can't help it anyway. I love it. In Tampa, we, you, we intermixed. Our, our Spanish was a mix of Spanish, mm -hmm. English, and Italian. Uh, it, was, it was one and all. And when people got together, you know, the diversity of this community all came together. And that's what Tampa is. That's what we as a country have to become, except one another. Absolutely. You know, I love the table you selected. It's the family table, you call, call it. We have the Lazy Susan here. Your family has always been so generous to in inviting families into your restaurants, keeping it very family-oriented and, quite frankly, affordable for families as well. Very, very generous. Uh, I'm um, sensitive to, to that. Uh, I, I try to be family-friendly, especially for children. Uh, because I know having had two daughters when they were young, they're, now they're older, and then I have grandchildren, you want them to come with you. Mm -hmm. But you don't know if they're going to like it or not, so our <laughs> pricing on children's menus are very, very, very affordable. It's so that you can celebrate as a family. Like here, this is where I come with my family. So we made it big enough so I could sit all, all of us together. Where do you, grandfather of restaurants, restaurant mogul, where do you see Ybor City and Tampa Bay as a whole heading? Ybor City is on fire. Residential's coming back in. I've been thinking that's going to happen. You're going to see the connector, a rail that's going to really be operating, doing a, a, a circle around. And, and probably seven years ago, Michael Coer and I presented to the DOT, to the Mayor Buckhorn. You're going to see this as a residential moving into the east. And I've been traveling through the east looking at opportunities. It's just going to be a place that's going to come back to what it was when my grandparents were here, where you worked and you lived, you shopped and you dined. So Casa Santo Stefano is that restaurant for those people that come here. I love when they tell me when there was social distancing, they were concerned. They said it made it so easy for her to pick up on, on our drive here. It's really just a garden. I didn't want to put parking lot. We have olive trees that are blooming today. I'm very excited about this. We're going to talk to Pablo Molinari, and he is the general manager of Hotel Hyatt. Great guy. Great guy, right? Great hotel. Hotel Hyatt. Game changer in Ebor? You know, we've had two hotels. This is going to be a, it's a first-class hotel. We are continuing to unlock Tampa Bay. We were just with Richard Gonsmar at his beautiful restaurant, and we were talking about Hotel Hyatt. Well, guess what? Here we are, and we're going to talk to the general manager, Pablo Molinari, in just a moment, but first, Max Herman is joining me with Ebor Walking Tours. Max, it's so great to see you. Oh, great to see you too, and thanks for having me. All right, so we're meeting at this beautiful hotel. Tell us why you wanted to meet here. Well, this place actually embodies kind of Ebor's old soul. It is a brand new hotel that opened last September, but really this place has done a really good job of making sure everything stays within the Ebor confines of our traditions, and the restaurant here is fantastic, and the rooms are to die for. 
They're beautiful. So Max, I wanted to talk to you about your business, the walking tours. Our tour company started in 2010. It was run by my father who put it all together back then. Now since then, in the past six years or so, I've pretty much taken the reins while he still you know, handles the numbers and things. But we've taken a lot of pride in this tour for uh, kind of exposing Tampa to everybody. Because people do come to Tampa, Florida looking for a quiet, you know, maybe unknown place, not knowing how much history is actually in these streets. You see, Ybor City is actually one of only three national historic districts in the entire state of Florida. You're kidding. Absolutely. Wow. And it's a very unique thing to have because you have to have a major impact on American history to get that designation. How is Visit Tampa Bay and the marketing? I, th I think they do a tremendous job with showing everybody that Tampa is the place to come and see. They do a great job. And a lot of partnerships with Visit Tampa Bay has brought people our way with, you know, total n no knowledge at all about Tampa, Florida when they come here. And when they do leave here, they feel like this place is the place to go in Florida whenever you're visiting. So Max, speaking of that, so we're touching on, you know, as we unlock Tampa Bay, we're going to so many areas, which is so fun. But specifically about Ybor, and I know you know Ybor so well, mm -hmm. what makes Ybor so special and so unique? And I know you already touched upon some of that. Well, I will tell you it was a, a place that was like paradise for many people in fact this was one of the biggest immigrant towns in all of America all put together in the 1880s when America was getting that huge immigrant wave you know the Statue of Liberty being dedicated in 1886 people came here looking for the American dream and they found it in the cigar industry of Ybor this was at one point one of the biggest industry towns in all of America uh, serving people all around the world cigars which were a huge luxury before you know the 1930 crash of the Great Depression well Max I have to say you're absolutely delightful and now we get to talk to Pablo Molinari. What yeah. would you say about Pablo? Just oh, really he quickly? runs this place very well. And he's actually one of those few owners that are like very friendly as well with his staff. In fact, they do a great job of connecting with their staff and their patrons that come this way. And I always recommend people come this way because it's a good place to start your experience in Ybor City. Might as well unpack here. We are having so much fun unlocking Tampa Bay. All right, guys, here is Pablo Molinari, the general manager of Hotel Hyatt. So I was just talking to Max Herman. We were having yes. so much fun. We were downstairs in your beautiful hotel in front of some amazing artwork. So where are we right now, Pablo? So right now we are in a corner suite uh, facing 7th Avenue uh, here in Ybor City. Uh, you know, great views of, um, you know, history in a way. Uh, it's hard to believe that over 120 years ago, um, you know, the founder of this city, Mr. Ybor, brought along uh, Mr. Uh, Haya, uh, hence the name why we picked uh, Mr. Haya. The idea was for us to, um, you know, recreate a little bit of the history, bring back um, the golden years of Ybor City, uh, where this was a melting pot of different cultures. Um, you know, if I take you back in time, when Mr. Ybor landed uh, here in, in Ybor City, he called his friend, uh, Mr. Haya, or Mr. Aya, and said, let's start the cigar business. Um, 120 years after, uh, history tells us that, you know, together they brought Ybor City to the map. They created the cigar city capital of the world. Um, there were over 204 uh, cigar factories at some point in operation. Um, so for us, uh, you know, being here, standing outside on 7th Avenue and look east down, the, uh, down, uh, down on 7th, is um, it's a great ability that we have to bring back the history to our clients, to uh, the local travelers, to the people from around the world. Um, so yeah, we're in a great location. So Pablo, we have seen such amazing things here, Tampa. One 
the Super Bowl. Yes. We're getting huge, the conventions are opening up again. We have huge events coming. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for the hotel and for this whole area in Ybor? Um, you know, as you know, we opened in the middle of the pandemic. Um, but we always said that the uh, Tampanians, uh, people here in Tampa, we are very resilient. Um, it's a city that, kind of like New York, that never sleeps. Tampa's open 24-7 for business. It's so exciting, I mean, to see the world really, you know, yes. opening up again. Also, what I think is so great about Hotel Haya is that not only do you cater to the tourists and people coming in, you really create a destination, right, Pablo, yes. yeah. where locals can enjoy. It, it is our model. It has always been our model to be uh, a part of the culture, part of the community. Um, all the, um, for example, if you go to our bar downstairs, all the beers that we have on top are with, from within walking distance, uh, whether it's Ebor, Tampa, St. Pete. Uh, but that's just one example of the many different things that we do on a daily basis. Um, we call it translocal hospitality. Uh, you know, we have this, we have this ability to integrate ourselves with the local community for, in all different type of, uh, types of businesses. Um, so that's always been our bread and butter. And now in a time where people need to come together, uh, the local community has seen that we have that to offer in an organic way. Um, and the community has been reacting so, so well, and we're so thankful. Well, I think, you know, and I know you agree with me, Santiago and his team at Visit Tampa Bay, they just do such a remarkable job on highlighting yes. our city. So as they continue to do that, do you feel that the, the hotel is just going to continue to grow and grow and grow and hopefully all the businesses that we've also talked to will just continue to grow? I mean, Vista Tampa Bay from the very beginning, they've been uh, a huge support to, our, to the industry, but also to ourselves. Um, my team uh, is, have, they've been very, um, they felt cared for. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that everybody's in need of business right now. And, but Santiago and his team, they've taken the time to kind of curate different um, uh, opportunities for all of us, whether it's a small property like ours or a large property close to the convention center. Uh, they've been able to diversify the, the, the portfolio and um, you know, help us go through these difficult times. They are great, and that's what makes Tampa so great. I yes. feel like the people here are wonderful, and you're wonderful. You have one daughter, I have one yes, daughter, I and I am gonna bring my daughter here to experience this hotel. I invited you already. Yes, <laughs> yes. you need to come and bring Sammy and enjoy the pool. You can have some adult beverages. Oh, thank you. If you thank wish, you. by the pool. Yes, I've been having some adult beverages throughout this <laughs> podcast. Thank you so much, Pablo Molinari. It was so good to see you. So good to see so you. Good to see thank you, you Serena. Thank you. Hi everyone, again, it's Serena and we're still unlocking Tampa Bay. All right, from Hotel Haya to Serial Holic. Serial Holic. I Cafe love bar. it. <laughs> Cafe and Bar, sitting here with Lisa Lawson on um, the owner on these wonderful swings. Okay, I feel like I'm a kid again, but clearly, <laughs> these are not for 
leggings. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually made to be a kid again. That's why we did it. We want people to come in and just feel like a kid again. Like we want them to like go, oh, I remember having that when I was younger. I remember seeing that when I was younger. And um, but you know, just because you're a kid, you know, still to you know gonna have oh. some indulgence so but it's all cereal too so uh, but yeah yeah really um, all right so tell us what we have here and do I get to try some stuff what is this this is our drunken apple jack so it, uh, it's with apple jacks and actually it's rimmed with apple jacks okay it has apple brandy jack apple and maple syrup Wow. Yeah, it's a it's, it's yeah, amazing it's, it's amazing <laughs> so tell me though why of all the places that you would choose Ebor while I try maybe yeah, your, right your yeah. So <laughs> Ebor was pretty much our first choice that we wanted to be able to open Cereal Holic in because we are, um, Ebor's just, it's, it's such a community of so many diverse cultures, so many you know, people that visit, people that come here. Um, we really wanted to have a place for locals because Ybor City is even growing more for residential as well. Um, we just knew it would just be, a, it would just check all the boxes. So we, we'd be able to take care of tourists, we could take care of locals, we could take care of ourselves. It's historic, They're, like this building itself has its own rich history and stories and that's something too is just being part of the stories. So Lisa, you know, we just had the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Visit Tampa Bay is always working on bringing big events here. I mean, we have great stuff coming. Mm -hmm. So places like this and with Visit Tampa Bay, mm -hmm. marketing places like this, mm -hmm. do you think that just opens up a whole new world? But I mean, Tampa's already on the map. Oh yeah. But yeah. What, is, what do places like this do? Um, but it's, I think it's because I feel like it is one of a kind. You're not gonna find it anywhere else. And I'm so glad that Tampa is the one that has it. And I know I've done research before we opened it. I researched and searched all over the world, if you will. I actually did to find out where there's any. There's only three open cereal bars in the, the country. Um, only three, only three. cereal yeah. bars in the country, <laughs> yeah. one right here in And Ebor there's only City. one in the country that serves full alcohol, and that would be Cereal Holic Cafe and Bar. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, <laughs> you know? um, so, yeah, uh, these yeah. are not, you know, these are, again, not kid drinks. Not kid drinks. So no. let's just well, we go. We do them like kid drinks if yeah, we need, like, you know. the kid, but what would be the yeah, fun in that? Right. <laughs> and everything. Okay, yeah. so this mm -hmm. is. Uh, this Chicken. is our bedrock tenders. So everything has got, it's got fruity pebbles in the flour, and then it's also um, rolled in fruity pebbles when it's completed. Everything's made fresh to order. So if somebody didn't want the fruity pebbles, we've had people that did with Crunch, Captain Crunch, which that's pretty good too. Mm. Um, but this is actually, uh, you know, this is the our signature. This is our signature. Uh, what is it about chicken wings? So uh, the chicken wings are done. <laughs> the chicken wings are the next favorite thing because we actually serve them in different uh, quantities as well. Um, but they are tossed in a cereal-holic sauce made exclusively here by our chef. Um, and it's a cereal-holic sauce that has like, um, um, I can't tell all the ingredients, but you no, can only get it here. So uh, because, it's a secret. Because he will take care of that. You know? <laughs> he doesn't want to tell everybody. But, uh, um, but yeah, then it's tossed in um, uh, the cereal-holic sauce and it's sprinkled with... Um, Fruity Pebbles. And your chef is yeah. pretty amazing. I he mean, is amazing. You, you got yeah. your chef too. Yeah, um, we're really lucky. Yeah, I, speak about yeah. your chef. I mean, he's so, um, so super cool. Uh, Hector Diaz, mm -hmm. he's actually our head chef. And, and we came upon him as a friend. He actually came to help us when we were opening. He actually saw an ad that we ran to do some extra work and he came in to help. And as we talked, we found out he was a furloughed chef from Disney Polynesian. And we're like, dude, I can't afford you, I can't <laughs> afford you. But he just wanted to be part of this new concept and the development of our menu. And we told him what we thought about it, and he just took it and ran with it and just made it just uh, well beyond my expectations. Uh, just, um, it's crazy. He comes up with stuff. He always laughs. I go tell him. I go tell him stuff, and he'll be like, oh, God, what's she telling me now? And then I'm like, you think you can make this and do that? And he just is always making stuff. Like, he just developed an Apple Jacks bread pudding that we're going to be Yummy. doing on the weekends. And the actual glaze has Jack Daniel Apple 
in it. So, you know, it's oh that bourbon gosh. in it too. And now I'm telling you, he's already made it so good. But yeah, he's constantly coming up with um, creative uh, creative menu items. I mean, Texas toast right yeah. here, right? With, with uh, what is that? This Fruity is our pebbles. this is our uh, fruit loop or the basically the fruit loop Frenchie is what mm -hmm. it is. So it's actually got fruity pebbles, but we do fruit loops too. But again, this is made to order too, so people be like, can I get cinnamon toast crunch? Can I get um, Cheerios? Can I get so everything is made to what they want to order. We we give people suggestions <laughs> and then <laughs> and then, they take, and then they take it if they want. But then I'm like, can I get this on in half? And you know, some people even this they'll be like, can I get half with the fruity pebbles and half without? Then they regret not getting the fruity pebbles because they're just not. It's unsure. There's nothing yeah. like it. Can't compare it to anything. And mm -hmm. this is um. Uh, this is our Cornelius burger, and yeah. it's actually a chicken sandwich. It's actually coated in cornflakes with sriracha and some honey on top of it, so it's got that little kick and less sweetness too. So um, it's named after Foghorn Leghorn. We have things actually we try to name in nostalgia, like we have mac and cheese. We call it Weird Science mac and cheese because they ate mac and cheese in the movie Weird Science. And See, that's yeah, awesome is, though. Yeah. That's awesome though. All right, so. Yeah. What are your hours? When can when can people come? We're open Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we have limited hours open at 4 p.m. And our, our times vary on Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, we're open until 2 a.m. Uh, we have a DJ that comes in um, and plays after 10 a.m. It's over 21. We're getting pretty good about that. But Saturday, we are full tilt boogie for breakfast <laughs> at 10 a.m. And we are killing it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a full. And you can have breakfast up until 10.30 at night. That's when our kitchen closes. But you can have breakfast all day long. You can have anything on the menu all day long. Well, Lisa Lawson, <laughs> I loved being here with you, and we have to wrap this up so I can start eating. Eat it all. Yeah. Can we do a toast? Well, absolutely. Let's, I'm going to toast okay. with the blueberry okay. one. Awesome. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You have Thank to you. come in. <laughs> Thank you. So, Santiago, we just heard from Lisa, and she said, as we heard, that she loves being a partner at Visit Tampa Bay. I mean, you guys are phenomenal. Well, you know, it's all about our partners. You know, we're now telling their story and new partners, old partners, those stakeholders that make this such a unique travel experience. You know, you've been in Ybor City, so close to downtown, the economic impact that we see from visitors that visit the downtown and they're just one streetcar ride away from going into a historic district and in really enjoying all that there is to enjoy there on top of what they've enjoyed and you know downtown's hip urban heartbeat which is downtown tampa so again you know very very close proximity and again a very very important part of our city and the economic impact we see from visitors wanting to enjoy something that's uniquely different about florida and ybor city certainly is and we can't wait to show you all the other great things that make us so very, very special. I know, I love this city. So speaking of the economic impact though, the common theme we heard throughout the podcast was also, we did just have the Super Bowl here. You know, the globe is opening up again or the nation is opening up again. We're seeing people come back, conventions. What does that mean for specifically Ybor City as we focus on well, that area? Uh, you know, obviously what's great for any part of the city is great for all parts of the city. We've seen this symbiotic relationship between different parts of the city. So if, you know, downtown is fully booked, it spreads out. It goes mm -hmm. over to Ybor City. It goes down to West Shore. If West Shore is booked up, it spreads to downtown and Ybor City. So again, Super Bowl, yes, was fantastic. Uh, it again, illustrated that big events like that could be held in a safe and responsible way and we're seeing a lot of people positively react to that marketing and that messaging and so we're having conventions and groups and meetings relocating from other parts of the country here 
which will have an impact, obviously, on Ybor City and many of our uh, surrounding areas of, of Tampa, Hillsborough County. So very, very excited to see this resurgence mm -hmm. of conventions, meetings. You know, we've had still lots of tourists and leisure travelers. Very busy spring break right after Super Bowl. So again, uh, very dynamic destination with a lot of interest from lots of people around right now the United States, but in the future, obviously, back to international travelers. You know, it does not surprise me at all that we are getting such a response in Tampa because Tampa, Bray a little, does events, big events really well. Yeah. You know, we've got this great history of large-scale events. You know, this was our fifth Super Bowl, and again, a very difficult Super Bowl to, to put on with the pandemic and everything that's going on, you know, not just here in the United States, but internationally, but done well. You know, we've had a Republican National Convention. We've had the International Indian Film Awards. We've had the College Football National Championship game. I mean, you name it, we've had just about all the big events that you can put on in a destination, and they've all been done very, very well. So we have a reputation of being able to host just about anything the right way. Well, you and your team are amazing. You Thank highlight you. the city absolutely in the right way. So I have to end this podcast with asking this question because I know mm -hmm. I'm already getting it, unlocking Tampa Bay. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, it looks like there's a lot of competition. So what should people do if they're interested in being a guest? Well, Serena, guest? that's good for you because you could host <laughs> yes, a million yes. of these. So, uh, you know, we have so many partners, so many stakeholders. Again, new attractions, you know, staples, the pioneers of tourism that are constantly evolving. So, you know, I look forward to all the podcasts that we're going to do, especially since we're going to get to highlight, you know, the tremendous diversity you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion, very important for us. And we really have a very diverse destination that really welcomes all people. So very excited about all of our future shows. Thank you. Me too, Santiago. You. And you will be in every single one of them. <laughs> hey, thanks for watching, everyone. We really appreciate it. To learn more about Visit Tampa Bay and the adventures that await you, visit www.visittampabay.com or follow at Visit Tampa Bay on social media.